This is History Potpourri, a podcast devoted to an assortment of historical topics by world history students. The period after World War II was a tumultuous time, marked by the Cold War, the ending of colonial empires, the perpetual struggle of communism versus capitalism, and the skyrocketing development of nuclear weapons by the world powers. It's completely reasonable for these events to come to mind. They've fundamentally influenced life as we know it in countless ways. However, during this period came an incredibly short armed conflict that served as an important flashpoint in the Cold War, altered the geopolitical structure of Asia, and triggered immense human suffering. My name is Zareeb, and in this episode of History Potpourri, we will discuss the Bangladesh Liberation War of 1971. To fully understand the Bangladesh Liberation War, some context is needed. In February of 1947, the English finally gave in to the incessant calls for independence from the Indian people. They announced their withdrawal from the Indian subcontinent after about 100 years of rule by the British East India Company, followed by an additional 90 years under the British Raj. Now, two main parties dominated Indian politics at the time, the Indian National Congress and the Muslim League. The National Congress campaigned for a united India, where Hindus and Muslims would live in peace, united by nationality. The Muslim League thought this was impractical and instead desired a separate Muslim state. When the British planned their exit, they used the philosophy of the Muslim League and partitioned the state. The drawing of the borders was a mess for many reasons. They were hastily drawn, relied on outdated census data, and had bad cartographers, all of which contributed to mass violence and tons of displacement. In the end, the Indian continent was divided into two separate countries, the secular but Hindu-majority India and the Muslim state of Pakistan, which was divided into two sides, East and West. Though East and West Pakistan both had Muslim majorities, they had significant differences, namely in culture, as East Pakistan was mainly Bengali, while the West comprised of Urdu-speaking people. This brings us to the beginning of the Bangladesh Liberation War. Separatist sentiment began to catch steam in the 60s and 70s, born out of concerns regarding the right to speak the Bengali language, economic disparities, and political deprivation. In the 1970 Pakistan election, the Awami League, the most populous party in East Pakistan, became the majority party. The Awami League desired autonomy for East Pakistan, which was unacceptable for the West Pakistani leaders. After prolonged ineffective negotiation, on March 25, 1971, the Pakistani army was deployed to East Pakistan in Operation Searchlight, beginning what many call the Bangladeshi Genocide. East Pakistan declared war the next day. Operation Searchlight had many goals. The most important one was to crush separatist thought, to end the Awami League. Other goals aimed to reduce the Bengali majority into a minority and rid the Bengali Muslims of Hindu influence who the West Pakistanis regarded as subverts of Islam. To do this, the Pakistani army engaged in practically indiscriminate slaughter in Dhaka and the surrounding areas. However, many groups were targeted, such as intellectuals, students, leaders of the Awami League, reporters, and Hindus. In just the first two days of Operation Searchlight, 15,000 people were killed. Furthermore, both Muslim and Hindu women were raped in horrific amounts and were often taken to military camps for use as sex objects or raped in front of their families. Regarding the atrocities committed by the West Pakistani army, the International Commission of Jurists said the indiscriminate killing of civilians, including women and children and the poorest and weakest members of community, 
the attempt to exterminate or drive out the country, a large part of the Hindu population, the arrest, torture, and killing of Awami League activists, students, professionals, and businessmen, and other potential leaders among the Bengalis, the raping of women, the destruction of villages and towns, the looting of property, all of this was done on a scale which is difficult to comprehend. When independence was declared at the beginning of Operation Searchlight, the Awami League created an impromptu government with the help of India, who supported Bengali independence, and formed the Mukti Bahini, a group of roughly 100,000 young freedom fighters that are being trained in guerrilla warfare. However, it's important to realize that the Bengali government weren't necessarily saints during the war. The Awami League supported the killing of reportedly 30,000 Biharis, an Urdu-speaking minority in East Pakistan that supported the West during the war, along with raping many Bihari women. Nevertheless, the Mukti Bahini fought the Pakistani frequently and later prepared the grounds for an Indian intervention on December 3, 1971. On December 16th, just 13 days later, the Pakistani army was forced to surrender and the independent nation of Bangladesh was formed. An interesting aspect of the Bangladesh Liberation Movement was the United States' involvement. This war took place in the midst of the Cold War, and the US in its policy of containment looked to minimize the spread of communism as much as possible. The United States feared that the Indian involvement and victory in the Liberation War would spread Soviet Union influence in South Asia as India had relatively friendly relations with the USSR. So, the Nixon administration dispatched an aircraft carrier into the Bay of Bengal to discourage Indian military intervention and avoided condemning the humanitarian crisis in the area, saying that it was an internal matter. Even as American diplomats in the region alarmed selective genocide to the mainland, the White House very illegally provided weapons for the Pakistani government in direct violation of a congressional sanction. Thus, the United States continues its pattern of proxy wars and foreign involvement during the Cold War. The Bangladesh Liberation War caused an immeasurable amount of human suffering. In just nine months, one to three million Bengalis were killed, roughly 200,000 women were raped, and around 11 million refugees, mostly Hindu, fled to India. The war permanently altered the geopolitical landscape of South Asia and is still a source of tension today, signified by the destitution of Biharis in Bangladesh and Pakistan's refusal to acknowledge the scope of their atrocities in Bangladesh. Though this war has changed the lives of millions, it is rarely discussed and often overlooked by the West, making it all the more important to be educated on the matter. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of History Popery. My sources come from curator Ryan Perkins at Stanford University, Professor Maiteli Srinivas at Ohio State University, Associate Professor Eric Strathorn at Florida Gulf Coast University, and an article published in the Journal of Genocide Research by Professor Wardatul Akma. Again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of History Potpourri.